Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Welcome to another podcast, Roland. And welcome to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We have to welcome each other into our own yeah, podcast. because that's how much we care about each other. I, I, <laughs> we don't want to just walk in. You know what I mean? Yeah so, what, yeah, so if we were actually guests on somebody else's podcasts, yeah. would they, wel- they would probably welcome us. They would. It. So well, why are we welcoming ourselves into our own podcast? It's weird. It's, it's just, unnecessary. Well, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's something. I, I just, to me, I mean, it's the kind of caring person that I am. I mean, we work right. for CareNet. We just like to be extra, extra. You know, yeah. When it comes to caring, and, yeah, it's like belt and suspenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what so, I mean? Good, good. Well, I do feel welcomed, though. Well, good. Well, see, there for, you go. Ed, there you go. And that is exactly worth. the reason why <laughs> you, that we welcome you each that. other. Yes. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, but that's uh, on that note, um, we have, uh, I think, something really important in. Great uh, to announce, actually. Um, so CareNet, in March of 2022, March 4th and 5th, will be holding the first ever pro-life men's conference. First ever. The near first as we can tell. Ever. As near as we can tell. We, all the way back to caveman times. To we, caveman we, times. We, went to ca- we actually went to caves and looked at the etchings. <laughs> yes. And near as we could tell... They, there was lots of conferences about hunting and yeah, making all, fires. All that and, stuff. Yeah. 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 Wheels. How do you make yeah, a wheel? How do you make a wheel? <laughs> but we didn't find a single one. That seemed to suggest nope. that a pro-life conference took place. There you go. I agree. So based on that evidence. Based on. Or that the lack of evidence. <laughs> we're claiming that this is the very first. Yeah. So, yeah. But seriously, though, there are lots of pro-life conferences. And, you know, just given the nature of the pro-life movement, it sure. is, you know, predominantly women work generally in the pro-life movement. Um, so you go to most pro-life conferences and it's mostly women there. And then there's even a pro-life women's conference that's yes. specifically for pro-life women. And so, but, you know, it, that's not why we're having a pro-life men's conference. No. So we wanted to actually spend this podcast talking yes. about why we're having a pro-life men's conference. Yes. One place I think to start is is just simply with Karenet's mission, right? Mm-hmm. Our mission and vision includes making sure that we're reaching men, building families, focus yeah. on fatherhood and marriage. It's this pro, whole pro-abundant life thing. So why don't you talk about that? Yeah, right? yeah. Women and men facing mm-hmm. pregnancy de- decisions. And that was a, a change to our, our vision statement some years ago. Gosh, Almost it's about seven seven years ago. I about think. seven years ago, that really sort of focused on that, and we didn't do that just sort of kind of just to be for change for change sake. Mm-hmm. But it really has uh, a lot to do with the fact that when you when you think about you know a, a woman facing a pregnancy decision, mm-hmm. if you will, you know there's a guy that's involved, and he faces a pregnancy decision too. Absolutely. And the other thing that we know uh, from data and just also from our work in the pregnancy centers is that you know the women report that the most influential person in her decision to to support is not Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. it's right. actually uh, the guy who got her pregnant. In fact, mm-hmm. we've done surveys, and we actually did a, a, a survey that's going to be coming out soon where we even talked to men, mm-hmm. found the same thing, that men actually know that they are the most influential in her decision to abort. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he's the one that she normally talks to. Yep. And yep. so for too long, in our, uh, certainly for too long in the pro-life movement, you know, there, there's been this focus really on sort of kind of kind of helping the woman, saving the baby, that perspective. Yep, yep. And, our, and, and sort of the love them both mm-hmm. a narrative, which, which you hear out there. And I understand kind of the perspective there. But, you know, our view is really you love them all. Mm-hmm. Um, that really what we're trying to do here is 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 not just 
is not just about saving a baby. It's about raising a child, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not even beyond. It even goes beyond that to the best of our ability to build a, a, a family. And in order to build a family in God's context, it talks about fathers and mothers united in marriage, loving each other, loving their child, and loving God. So in order to do that, you've got to call to the men. You've mm-hmm. got to engage the men. And that's a big distinctive about CareNet's ministry model mm-hmm. uh, that we have programming both for women and for men mm-hmm. uh, because they both have, have a role to play in the life decision. And then we also know that when a woman has a guy who steps into the picture, uh, certainly the high idea is you know, if, if, we, if he'll be a husband to her and a father to the child growing inside of her, that these women we know are much less likely to have abortions. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. actually what the data shows. 86% of the women that have abortions are unmarried. Absolutely. And so, uh, frankly, we, we say, gosh, then we want to talk about that issue. And in order to kind of think about marriage in, in God's context, that means you've got to have a guy involved. Mm-hmm. And so we are very, very focused on making mm-hmm. sure that men understand that they uh, have agency uh, in this decision. Yes, Legally, it is her body and her choice legally in terms of what the law says, Mm -hmm. but it's still his responsibility. Mm -hmm. And he's a key player in terms of making abortion, even if it is legal, unthinkable Mm -hmm. because she doesn't have the missing support that drives too many women to abortion. And that missing support tends to be, you know, what's happening with a guy. Absolutely. That's right. That's absolutely right. And, and, you know, like most things or many things here at CareNet, we, you know, we really try to, to sort of model our approach based off. Christ's ministry, right? Yes, sure. How did how how wh- what would Jesus do, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. what 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 is the approach that Christ himself would take ar- around these things and try to, you know, kind of lift those principles out of scripture and apply it to what we do. And one of the really great things that I and you, you know, you're really good at kind of coming up with these little soundbite sort of things that are just really helpful to help folks understand is you talk about having a um, a ministry of, of, of receiving, but also one of retrieving. Right. And so when you look at the way Christ ministered to folks in Scripture, often he, on average, when he was ministering to women, he would receive them, right? Yep. They would come touch his cloak or, you know, whatever else the, the story might have been. But with men, he often retrieved them. So he had to kind of go out and get them. Yes. Like, you know, the disciples, you know, throw down your nets and come with me. I'll make you a fisher, a fisher of men and, 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 and multiple stories along those lines. And so we kind of look at this as a, re- a receiving and a retrieving thing. And yeah. especially around with men, you have to retrieve. And that actually leads into the the title of our conference. Absolutely. And so, so again, you, you kind of point out that in this sort of retrieving ministry, when you go out and, and kind of mm-hmm. intentionally look for guys and, and, and work with them, you talk about how you can't just sort of, like Christ didn't just call them and say, hey, come follow me. He also gave them their mission too. Yes. He said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Yes. I'm going to teach you how to do this thing. So you, he co- sort of called them and missioned them. So, you know, us being as clever as we are here at CareNet, yeah. we decided that we <laughs> that we would call this pro-life men's conference called and missioned. Called and missioned. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what you see so many times in, in, in the narrative with, 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 with Christ, mm-hmm. that he, he called and he missioned simultaneously. Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. come down, you know, from the tree. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do a power lunch, you mm-hmm. know, as, mm-hmm. I, as I say. Mm-hmm. Even when you had situations where someone had failed or, or kind of let Christ down or, or let themselves down, like in the case where, where Peter mm-hmm. denied Christ three times, mm-hmm. right? He restores him, mm-hmm. and, and he asks him three times, do you love me, do you love me, do you love me? Mm-hmm. Which is basically him kind of bringing, he's like, he, he's again, he's retrieving him back into that covenant relationship that mm-hmm. Peter broke mm-hmm. when he sat there and looked at Christ, who, by the way, was the life, mm-hmm. Right. And he rejected him. In other mm-hmm. words, I always talk about that in the context that Peter aborted Jesus. Mm-hmm. He saw life there, mm-hmm. 
And because of fear and because of isolation, he rejected him. So mm-hmm. I see a lot of parallel there mm-hmm. uh, between, you know, what Peter did and the, the actual abortion decision that a man will make. You'll see that the child growing inside the womb mm-hmm. and and he will reject that and mm-hmm. say, this is not a life, not a life or whatever, or mm-hmm. it's a life worth sacrificing for my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, absolutely. And so what happens? Well, when Jesus restores him, what does he do? He restores that covenant relationship that he had with Peter. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? He just doesn't say, hey, listen, okay, now we're restored. We're what does he do? Yeah. Now, he, what does he do? He missions him. Mm-hmm. Feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Right. Again, called him yeah. to himself. Hey, we need to reconcile mm-hmm. this relationship. Mm-hmm. And then he missions him. Mm-hmm. So we think that, you know, certainly from that perspective, in terms of what we're trying to do here, it's the same, it's the same way. Yeah, yeah. Um, that there are too many guys that have been sitting by the fire, uh, so to speak, in the culture, uh, and certainly in churches. We haven't even talked about that, but in churches, mm-hmm. knowing that, that that's a life there and mm-hmm. making the determination that it's a life worth sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And the objective of this conference is for them to be called and missioned and restored in the same way. Uh, that Jesus did, and and the objective here, feed my sheep. In other words, get into ministry, mm-hmm. get into the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Get involved, engage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, help my people, protect the vulnerable. This mm-hmm. is what Jesus was saying to him mm-hmm. when he said, "Feed my sheep." Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. And we think there's an amazing uh, opportunity and need mm-hmm. uh, for men to step into that role. And so this mm-hmm. conference is is an opportunity to do that. Absolutely. So yep. we're we're going to have it at Dr. Tony Evans Church. Yes. So which is yep. go ahead. Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff. Bible Fellowship yep. in Dallas, Texas. When has it been? It is March 4th and 5th, 2022. It's a Friday night into Saturday yes. conference. So there will be Friday worship into worship and entertainment. Yes. And then uh, keynote addresses and, you know, kind of practical applications throughout the entire day on Saturday, yep. uh, March 5th. And so and we got we, and we got great people. I mean, Dr. Tony Evans is going to be speaking there, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, we've also got uh, Steve Arterburn. Mm-hmm. Folks Steve may Arterburn. know him from New Life Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, yep. amazing, amazing God, man of God. Mm-hmm. We also have Amy Ford, who's going to be uh, a part of Embrace Grace and Embrace, embrace uh, Legacy. Is there a yeah. new men's program? Yeah. So yep. it, it's going to be just a fantastic time yeah. for men to get together. Yeah, yeah. Inspiration and implementation, as yes. you like to say. We're going to yes. inspire folks, but then we're going to be practical. Here are some specific things that you can do yes. tomorrow when you go home. Yes. And actually, it'll be great because they're going to go home on a Sunday, probably, right, <laughs> and go to church. Yes. And we're going to give them some some great, great things that they could do right away. And so, yeah, so we have great speakers, a great lineup. Oh, um, and we actually just got a, a, another one, David Platt also. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I've, I've forgotten to mention him. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fantastic. So he, yeah, David so Platt. He's going to be our Friday night speaker. Friday night speaker. Uh, yeah, really so. energetic, Energet- passionate, dynamic speaker. Yeah. yeah. So we, we there's a lot that's going on there. So we're just encouraging uh, men from all across this nation to come together mm-hmm. for this opportunity yeah. uh, to be called and missioned mm-hmm. and yeah. also uh, to be equipped mm-hmm. uh, to be able to step into uh, this life issue both at an individual level mm-hmm. if you're facing an unplanned pregnancy or get into that situation that you don't deny life, yeah. if you will. But also uh, the broader thing is to really help create a culture where women and men faced with pregnancy decisions are are transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ yes. right, and empowered to choose life for their unborn children and abundant life for their families. And yeah. it really is, it's Karenette's vision. We mm-hmm. think just straight from God, and we think that it's certainly, we need men involved in this in a big, big way. Yeah, so yeah. So we're excited about it. And, and one final note, um, well, two final notes. One, we will put the link yep. for registration in the description of this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast, check out the description. We are going to put a link to the registration page, which will 
hopefully be live uh, by the time you hear this. And if it's not live, you will still get redirected to a page where you can sign up to get notified when registration will go live. So either way, follow that URL in your description. And the other piece of this as well that's really important is, you know, just kind of thinking about if you're listening to this and wondering, well, is this conference for me? And so there's really three people, three kinds of men Mm -hmm. who we believe should attend this conference. One is if you're doing men's ministry or are interested in doing men's ministry at a pregnancy center. Mm -hmm. Okay. Secondly, if you are involved with our Making Life Disciples program or want to become involved with our Making Life Disciples program and bringing that to your own church, mm-hmm. starting a pro-life ministry at your church, we need men to be doing that as well. Right, and you can learn more about Making Life Disciples at makinglifedisciples.com. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So makinglifedisciples.com. So, so again, so it's pregnancy center involvement, church involvement. And then finally, if you are just a guy and you have been listening to this podcast or reading Karenette's blog, subscribing to our newsletters, whatever it might be, and you just want to turn that pro-life passion that you have into some pro-abundant life action, Mm -hmm. whether it's learning about what you can do at a pregnancy center, at a church, frankly, in your own family and neighborhood. How do I I minister to people in my own family who might be considering abortion, whether they're men or women, right? Or or who've had abortion. Or who've had... a big part of our our work, too, is, you know, post-abortion healing as well. Yep, and Steve Arterburn definitely addresses that in a very effective way for for guys and so and he's going to be there speaking at the conference basically if you're a pro-life man (laughs) this conference is for you so that you can move from being pro-life to being pro abundant Abundant life life. that is correct that is correct that is our goal so thank you so much Ronald. we're really excited about that and we will uh get more and more information out about that as the date approaches all right all right thank you we hope you enjoyed this episode of carecast for more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources please visit care-net.org there you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.